everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the podcast. Sally here as per usual. I am so excited to share the latest episode with you all today. It is about one of my favorite topics, beer. So we are going to love the shit out of beer with a man named Jai Kemp, who is the owner of the Beer Shed, which is a microbrewery based in my neck of the woods, Southwest Sydney. Since I started the podcast, I wanted to do an episode on beer, but I wanted to make sure I found the right person to talk to about it. I wanted this episode to be more of an education around beer, the evolution of it, uh, the different types of beer that you can now get, um, and also around some of the safe practices that an organization like the Beer Shed has adopted in order to enhance the experiences of its customers. So, I didn't want it just to be an episode talking about getting pissed and, you know, sinking a couple of tinnies. That's not what this is about today. So I'm sorry if that's what you were hoping for with the, uh, the title. I'm really sorry to disappoint you. But I think if you stick around, listen to the episode, you're going to get a lot out of it. Jai is awesome. I had a great time chatting with him and learning about what his business is doing in the local community. So I think you will get something out of it. Uh, And I can't wait to hear what some of the listeners think of this episode. In the meantime, if you can go and like How to Love the Shit Out of Life on Facebook and also follow us on Instagram, I would be very grateful. Thank you again for listening and I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to a new episode of the How to Love the Shit Out of Life podcast. I'm really excited today because I am with Jai, the owner of Southwest Sydney microbrewery The Beer Shed. Jai is with me today to chat about one of my favorite topics, which is beer, and I cannot wait to get into it. So welcome, Jai. Thank you, Sally, and thanks for coming in, and and thanks for having us on. No worries. So you might hear a bit of music in the background, our listeners. We are on location today at the Beer Shed. We've got a beer. What one was this again, Jai? So this is a pineapple Hefeweizen. So this is only the second batch that Justin, our head brewer, has ever done, and it's turned out stunning. It's unbelievable. It's so we've delicious. actually got a keg that went down to the brewery at Illawarra, Wind Stadium, uh, yesterday. So even if you're down the coast, yeah, pop into the local brewery and, and have a try. Yeah, it's a bloody good beer. It's delicious. Yeah, and you know it's never too early. I know it's just after eleven well, a.m. Well, <laughs> you, you didn't have to tell your listeners that, did you? No, it, that's it, true. Five p.m. It is. It's five o'clock. It's somewhere. eleven o'clock at night. <laughs> it's always five o'clock at the brewery. That's it. So I thought to start off with, you could tell us a bit about your love of beer, um, how you started this yeah. awesome business, The Beer Shed. Well, it's been a long time coming, basically. So this, this um, brewery's been here since 2007. And most people walk in here today and go, oh, you, you knew it here? How long have you been? No, we've been here since 2007. <laughs> I haven't been involved since back then, but I come in here as a customer probably about eight years ago. Um, and then, yeah, I just blew my head. I'm like, what? This place exists? And I end up... I was playing golf locally actually, and I ended up buying a uh, beer fridge from here. It was like cost fifteen hundred bucks or something. Oh, and I had wow. to go, I had to go home and tell my wife I wanted closest <laughs> to the pin at golf, and this was the prize. So I became a customer for about a year, and then um, there was I live over um, Sutherland Shyway, so there was nothing over there. So I said, oh, I want to build one of these over there. Mm-hmm. So got a few mates together and and did. We're into it um, for a bit of fun at first, just as a hobby, I guess. Um, we weren't really too. Um, involved in in the business on you know a, a working level mm. um, quality control I guess you can call what we did a, a lot of <laughs> um, so yeah so we, we did that for quite a while but um, 
Yeah, so long story short, those two businesses at about four years ago, I think we'd run them into the ground for what we could do with them. We, we closed two locations and I ended up buying this one out outright here. Mm. And um, the old business model was basically sort of, you know, uh, where people could come and brew their own beer, but I sort of wanted to do something different. So we ended up developing a commercial arm to go out to sell pubs, clubs, restaurants, that sort of stuff. And we've probably got about 30 customers around Sydney now. Fantastic. And then the newest addition is what you see in front of you here and mm. is our new bar. So you can come in here and, and have a drink on premise. Um, you can do takeaways, all that sort of stuff. We have food trucks on the weekends, different food from all over the world, well, all over Sydney, but mm. with food from all over the world, if yes. that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, so that's the, that's a, a long story short, I guess you can say. Yeah, fantastic. And you're right about the whole, it's kind of hidden where it is in the location of um, Campbelltown or Lamia, more specifically. It is a little bit hidden, yeah. and I've lived in this area my whole life, um, and more specifically Campbelltown for probably the last five years. And I think I discovered this maybe three years ago. Yeah. And it was the same reaction like, oh, are you new? Exactly. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we don't mind that, you know. Mm. It's sort of people are like, why don't you advertise more on that? And we, we do a lot lately, you know. We do a lot of socials and things like that. Yeah. It's like, you know, just it's, it's like those little hidden gems that you remember, you know what I mean? Yes. Sort of walk in. So now we're out there a bit more. People sort of know about us a lot more um, yeah. since we've opened our bar and all that sort of stuff. But yeah. Yeah, it's been a, a, a great journey. Awesome. So the podcast is all about positivity, happiness, mm -hmm. all those kinds of things. How does beer and I guess owning a business and running a business like this bring you happiness? Well, it's I guess you get a lot of rewards out of, I mean, especially when you create something, you know. And I'm, look, I'm not the brewer, Justin's our brewer. I've got a brilliant brewer, which is fantastic. You know, mm. that guy's the most creative guy I know. He's mm. basically an artist with beer. He comes up with something in his head and he puts it in a glass, you know, yeah. four weeks later and says, you know, walks up to me, try this. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell, you know, where, where did this idea come mm. from, you know? So good. And this is like, you're drinking that beer, one of those beers mm. now, you know? Yeah. It's a nice pineapple Hefeweizen. So, um, yeah, it's just, I guess, and then to watch sort of that then move on to selling over the bar and feedback from customers, you know, it's fantastic. Mm. And with the development of the bar here, and like just over the last, we only opened this bar in October last year and it's evolved a lot since then. There's always something new. And as you see around you, we've got a local guy that comes in here and drinks, says, oh, can I draw on walls with your chalk? Mm. And you can see now there's, if, if, if you guys listening, come in here, you'll, you'll see it, it looks pretty cool. Uh, which is, you know, all that sort of a bit of artwork on the wall with hops and that sort of stuff. So. That's ever evolving. Everything's mm. sort of changing, you know. Like every week, I'll pop a new light somewhere and things like that. So, yeah. so yeah, it's pretty rewarding. Rewarding seeing people come in here and their reactions the first time and actually sitting there and enjoying themselves, you mm. know. And when they leave, say, you know, thank you. This has been great. I'm gonna bring my friends, and you do. You see people come back again with their friends, or people come in and say, oh, my friend was down here and told mm. me about this place. So yeah, that's really good. I guess it's sort of you know actually seeing that because before, I guess when we were brewing premise, we didn't really see people enjoying the end product yeah they'd come here and brew it and take it home and drink it exactly now they tell us it was good yeah which is yeah okay cool yeah <laughs> the beer, we, we know but here you see people and you get that feedback directly mm. so yeah it's, it's something that's been really surprising and it really eggs you on to want to do more and i think that's worked like that with our brewer justin wouldn't mind me saying that i guess with all these changes at first he was probably a bit you know skeptical about mm. having to do all these sort of things but once you get that that feedback, that direct feedback, it motivates you to do more and to do better and, 
it's really bought his brewing on, you know, because he comes yeah. up with such brilliant beers, it's unbelievable. You've gone on this journey recently of, you know, the bar and having customers coming in and what you were just talking about. Yep. Thought to talk and touch on, you know, the challenges maybe that that's, um, you know, brought about as well and how you've overcome them. I guess specifically with what's going on at the moment with COVID and everything that's happening in the world. Yeah, so we've, we've been in a business for, for that long, you know, eight years ago that's never really made money. Mm. And it's always been a struggle, to be honest. And we, since we put in the bar and everything, in the last four years have been busy. I've been flat out working so hard, putting a lot of hours into the business. And it all come to fruition in February. Mm. It was our biggest month ever, shortest month of the year. Traditionally not the best beer drinking month because yeah. it's coming back off the back of everyone's going back to work, kids That's are going right. back to the school. People just stop drinking for a while, stop mm. doing stuff because they're busy doing other things. We had our biggest month ever. Like we, we, we were 300% up on any month that wow. we've ever had. And it was like, Oh, this is amazing. It. We're off. <laughs> and then someone ate a bat, you know, and it was like, <laughs> and then we weren't off. Yeah. And that was really, really hard because to be honest, we didn't know what was going to happen like everyone mm. else, you know, we just didn't know what was going to, what was going to happen. And when the restrictions come into play, it was like, well, how the hell are we going to survive? You know, we're lucky enough. I mean, a lot of people give our government a bit of, bit of shit because of, you know, decisions they've had to make, but they've had to make them. Someone mm. had to make a decision and it was them might not have necessarily been perfect but for small businesses like us it was really a godsend mm. because we had the opportunity to keep trading um, but we were surprised you know we really pulled on our customers and said we really don't know what's going to happen like they'd walk in here and say are you guys closing mm. we're like um you don't want to lie to them they're like i don't know i don't, don't know what's going to happen you know i just don't know but everyone else was in the same situation so it sort of i didn't really put us at ease but it didn't really make us think that we were you know different to anyone else it's mm. like well Everyone's going about, you know, everyone's going through this, so let's yeah. not jump up and down. Let's try and find a solution and where we can try and help other parts, mm. other parts of the industry and things like that and other local businesses. So we changed pretty quickly. We learned a lot of lessons. We, we, we opened up new avenues in the business that never existed before. Started doing deliveries. We had our cellar door. Um, we bought in those, I don't know if you've seen our advertisements with cans on demand where we fill yes. cans. All these things, all new things that come in. And our sales, like we, we had a big drop in sales initially, but then our sales started to push back up again with takeaways and things mm. like that. Um, so our cost of goods were higher, but at least we're still traveling, you know, and we got mm. some, some help off the government, which helped us sort of move forward. We work with some local businesses like Bledswood Winery to, to do hampers and home deliveries and things like that. So, so it was challenging, but it was also rewarding in the end because yeah. we sort of, it sort of got us into the nitty gritty of the business, mm. seeing what people wanted, seeing what else we could do. And it's, I mean, we're at a big risk of it happening again soon, you know? Yes. So we're sort of, we're, you know, we're, we're not complacent because we know anything could happen and things could change, but we're still a little bit more confident that we can, we've got the ability to change if we need to. Yeah. So, so yeah, very challenging time, but um, yeah, so far, so good, yeah. I guess you can say. And I guess, you know, if you've gone through it once, you are a bit better prepared to go yeah. through it again. And hopefully it doesn't get to a really bad point. But as you said earlier, we don't know exactly. what the situation yeah, is Yeah, because we posing. can control everything inside these walls, which is great. Exactly. We do everything we can. But you can't control outside the walls. Look, it's really scary just as, you know, as as a human being, I yes. guess. You know, because mm. it's like outside of just this little brewery, there's bigger issues, Yes. Right? There's bigger issues. You're worried about your family and your friends more than you are your business. But um, yeah, it, it does. It, it shows, I guess, the resilience of people um, to sort of push through. 
and our customers have been brilliant. You know, mm. we've put a lot of things in place where the things have changed. You know, it's it's hard not to greet as we greet this morning. You know, yeah. usually we'd shake hands or, yep. or whatever, but it's just it's just the new it norm. It's what it is. Yeah, you know, I, I hope it goes back because yes. a lot of things become a bit impersonal. Um, but I guess I think that the thing good that happens about it is it opens up more conversation yeah. about things you never talked about before, you know? That's it. So, yeah, always always try and turn a negative into a positive, I say. That's it. That's my motto. So, obviously, alcohol and, you know, beer specifically, you know, in society can pose a lot of challenges mm-hmm. and um, they're well-documented issues that we have here in Australia with alcohol. And I guess being in an industry like this and running a business like the Beer Shed, how do you guys here encourage a positive and more healthier approach to alcohol and behaviours around that? Well, a lot of things have changed since I've grown up, you know, like I'm, I'm a bit older than you, but I, you know, when I grew up, all the advertising was around, you know, a big cold beer, yeah. slam it down <laughs> fast, you know, yes. and then get another one. Yep. That was what was put into us. And yeah. that was how we learned to drink. Exactly. That was like you drink to get pissed. Mm. You know, that was that was the message that every every advertiser was doing around sort of alcohol. You know, and look, it still happens today with some of the bigger guys. You see some ads sometimes, and you're like, well, is that the right message? Mm. And the good thing about the craft beer industry is we're sort of trying to change that, and we get customers that still come in and ask, I want the biggest beer you've got. Yeah. You know, and it's like, well, it's it's sort of not what we're about. No. We redid our license um, two months ago to get a new license where we can actually sell, because we could only do tasters at the bar. Right. Certain time where we could sell bigger beers. We just don't want to. Mm. Like, it's not us. We want people, we know that people are going to come in and see a lot of beers and want to try a lot of beers, you know. We don't want to promote people getting intoxicated. It's not what we're about. No. You know, our hours are shorter. We don't open late nights, things like that. Mm. We revolve everything around food. There's always food trucks and people coming. Come in, have a bite, have a few beers. Mm. You know, that's that's sort of what we're about. Try different beers. It's all about the taste and the flavour and all that sort of stuff. And you the know? experience of coming in and not it just is. downing and exactly. whatever. It's, and it's the just, whole yeah, experience. It's just relax yes. and enjoy your beer. And like... Like now, you've already told you this since it's 11 a.m. But yeah. it's not. We're not here to get pissed, right? No. We're here to enjoy this beer, yes. and that's it. You know, yeah. I'm not going. I'm working later today. I'm not going to go on and drink another beer today. No. Might do a couple of tastes here and there when I'm talking to a customer to sort of give them some notes mm. about the beer and things like that. But we're not here to get pissed. We're enjoy, here to just enjoy beer. Mm. You know, at any time of the day. And that's the thing. Before it was always, it's you know, it's five o'clock somewhere. Come because you mm. drink beer to get pissed. Yes. You know, and it's not about that anymore. You can come in here for an early lunch, yep. have a few beers, and go about your day. Yeah, that's it. You know? Yeah, and I think for me, that's um, I've always loved that about beer. So I've always been big on trying different beers over the years. I think I I first started drinking beer probably when I was about twenty, and I've gone through phases of loving Corona and you know Mexican beers, yeah. and then trying you know. That your typical lagers, the Aussie, you know, brewers and everything, and not really enjoying a lot of them too much, and then trying European beers and whatnot. So I love the experience of trying oh, new beers. It's so much fun. I it love is. it, and I always love telling my friends about try this, try that. And I think sometimes people have this misconception that if you like beer, it's like you're just a piss head. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I'm not saying that sometimes I'm not a bit yeah, when I'm yeah, out yeah. with friends or yeah, at home. Yeah. But at the same time, I really enjoy the experience of it. So I think it's really cool that that's what you guys promote Yeah, well, that's 100%. Here. That's, our, that's our message, you know. And it's like we we say that every time mm. someone comes in and says, oh, I'll just take a pint. Like, we don't move pints because we want you to have more beers, but smaller mm. beers. You yes. know what I mean? We want you to try 
five of our beers in 200 mil glasses, mm. which is like having two beers, you know? Yeah, exactly. And just do it slow, you know? Like with, with our beer, like again, you know, another thing that, that, that the industry's told us is we need to drink a beer that's bloody freezing cold, mm. you know? It's not necessarily, like, especially when you're working so hard on a beer, as the beer warms up, you get more notes, more flavours, things like that. I mean, you don't want to let a VB warm up, mm. but... <laughs> Our beers, you absolutely wanna, not. <laughs> you want to let our beers sort of warm up because you should have get more, you know. Especially our darker beers, you know, they should be, mm. you know, drunk closer to sort of room temperature type yeah. beers, you know. So, so yeah, but we get a lot of customers come in here and it's their first time, and I always look back to like I'm the same, you know. I started mm. when I first walked into this place. I think I was drinking pure blonde or something mm. silly back then. <laughs> And, you know, I do was... still drink pure blonde, <laughs> <laughs> it's, but it's okay. <laughs> I, don't. I don't. So yeah, um, so I was like that, and I get the people still come. There'll be one mm. today that walks in here and says, "What do you got like Great Northern?" And I'm like, the first thing you want to say is, "Come on, mate, you know <laughs> nothing." <laughs> but you, that's that's where everyone was, and mm. we've had customers. I remember one old guy that comes in here, and he's like, "Oh, this is a brewery, yeah, Bob. I drink." Forex or whatever, mm. and he, I said, let me let try, try a lager. Like he drank it up, and before it even hit his lips, he already knew what he was going to say. He's like, "Don't like it." You know, the next one, I'll try the pub. Don't like it. All right, no worries. This guy now is the biggest craft beer head you've ever wow. seen in your life, mate. <laughs> All his mates come in, and he's just like, "Oh, he'll never go back and drink Great Northern again wow. because he just enjoys it." You know, it's just. Because there's something different all the time. It's just, yeah. and it's good conversation too, you know. Like beer's changed so much, especially like in the last five years, it's changed big time. But, mm. you know, if you look at the evolution before then, you know, it's been happening for about 10 years. It's just, it's great, you know. It's sort of moving into the same sort of industry as wine does, you know. Well, I was going to say, it's probably, you know, similar to when people go to a winery mm. or wine tasting and you are told to, you know, really sip it smell exactly. it first do all smell that that beer. process and it's it's cool hearing beer being talked about like that because yeah. as you said it's not just about put your beers in the freezer for a bit cool them and then just down them exactly there's a whole experience that goes that's with right it. like i tell yeah. everyone that comes in here and buys a bottle of beer mm. please put it in a glass when you drink it yeah you know? our brewer <laughs> wants you to smell mm. what he's created first you know yes. that's that's just what it's all about yeah so there's yeah it's it's, it's a bit sounds a bit yuppie-ish but it's it's not you know it's becoming the norm and it's becoming cooler mm. another good thing COVID did was a lot of the pubs sort of shut down so they, a lot of new people come in here and tried our beer and um yeah when they sort of went back to the pubs they're like oh you know when they went back mm. to their beer they're like oh it's just not there for me anymore yeah. it's sort of like anything it's like coffee it's like chili yep everything evolves you know yeah so, that's it yeah. So I wanted to go through maybe a few favourites and recommendations from you. So I thought to start we could go over what your favourite beer here is at oh, the Beer Shed. God. If you could pick one. I'm a pretty seasonal drinker. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I tend to have different favourites at different times of the year. And with Justin creating so many new beers, like in the last three months, he's probably... I put him under a bit of a challenge, <laughs> which I copped a lot of flack for and I got sworn at a lot is when COVID come about, I said, well, we've got to start doing something different when we open the cellar door. So we mm. become up with the um, the COVID range, which was the you know, COVID-19. We become at 19 beers over 19 weeks. Wow. Different beers. Challenge accepted. No, <laughs> no? not that easy. You'd think so. <laughs> but I said, look, mate, you know, you know, the yeah. alternative is we, we've got to come up with something. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, you know, let's, let's, we just need mm. to try new things. So look, 
we get to week four and it's not working or you mm. know that things go south we'll just we'll, we'll do something else you know we'll mix it COVID up 17 or something yeah you know? <laughs> but um yeah so we're up to 17 last week he's got two wow, more to go but amazing. in that range he's come up with i think it'll be about eight brand new beers Whew. and every one of them i tell you is just unbelievable yeah. like it's it's just it's, it, it's crazy that someone can just create and it's all different mm. you know there's nothing the same so this pineapple heft was was one of them the next week he's done a scorpion chili double smoked double what is it it's three doubles double smoked double chili double chocolate chocolate yeah i think so no <laughs> double alcohol i don't know like <laughs> There's something There's double. Doubles. Double, if, double. If someone's tuning in, like literally just at this moment, they're probably thinking you're talking about food. <laughs> <laughs> it gets like that, you know. Yeah. You think about it. But this, we had a little taster of this, this, um, this, this beer last week. And when we first ate, like I'm a fan of chili, mm. and it's it's like it just gives this beautiful aroma, mouthfeel, and everything. I don't like. We need more chili, you know. We've got to just put. Double the chili. Let's double the chili. Mm. And it's just, it come out as just an unbelievable. I can't wait for people to taste this. Yeah. That's, that's how you get about it, you know. That's what sort of, and he's, Justin's just gone off on, to, he got an operation yesterday and he's off for two weeks. Mm. Um, so, yeah, he's spewing he's not going to be here because two of his new beers, which is that, that um, Scorp- yet to be named Scorpion mm. Chili Stout and Sunsets, which is another um, beer that he created, which is a, uh, a pale ale with... Um, with fresh oranges, actually, the guy that did these murals here had an orange tree. So everything comes, Amazing. everything. Yeah. He's it's like, all oh, connected. I've got orange, yeah, mm. bring your oranges in. So you know, we did a bit of a beer economy exchange for for everything, and yeah, so it's it's local Lumia oranges, you know, Beautiful. in this pale ale, which will be the last beer, and I reckon it's the best beer he's ever made. Wow. So I can't wait to get it out, and we'll get it out. Uh, not next week, but the week after. So, back, sorry, I went a bit off topic. No, there. My okay. favourite beers. Um, I really like like this time of year drinking um, our dark red IPA, mm-hmm. um, which is on tap down here at the moment. Um, summertime, you can't really go past our Picton Pale Ale. It's just our core range beer. So easy drinking, so nice. Um, it depends on my mood too, you mm. know. Like sometimes you just want to... That fire pits are totally different beers. Like, if I'm yeah. ever going to a fire pit, like a mate's house is having a fire, it's always a nice dark beer. And that dark mm. red works well. You could even go a stout or a porter, something like that. But over, I think that then my new favourite's going to become the Sunsets um, Pale Ale. Like, just, it blew me away, you know, like when I first tried it. Mm. Um, so, I think that's definitely going to be a summer favourite. Um, but yeah, everything's everything's happening. We've also just done a new range of seltzers. I don't know if you know what a hard seltzer is. I don't. So hard seltzers, and this is another challenge I gave him. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm the businessman over the top. Yes. And he's the brewer. Yep. So I come to him with brilliant ideas that he hates. <laughs> <laughs> so in, last year in the US, you know, hard seltzers um, sold over a billion dollars worth of hard seltzers. Massive drink in the US. So basically, it's it's a alcoholic... Uh, alcoholic sparkling water with mm-hmm. flavour. Fla- alcoholic flavoured sparkling water. Very okay? interesting. All right, so it's very simple and easy to drink, but we actually brew it. So basically Justin makes a sugar wash. Right. And he brews it up to, this one's at about 5%. He brews it, he ferments it over 13 days, and what happens then is it eats, the yeast eats basically all of the residual sugar. So it's got bugger all sugar in it. Mm. Very low calories, so under, a, you know, under 100 calories per can. And we add all natural flavouring to it as well. 
So it becomes a bit of a healthier alternative to your, um, you know, your alcohol pop type drinks, like right. your mixed. Yeah, your pre-mixes, yeah. But it's also a drink that you can come in here and if you don't necessarily like beer for a start, we're gonna, mm. we'll are gonna get you around. But that's sort of going to be sort of where you start, I guess, yeah. on something like that, something well, that, a bit different. That was actually my next question. So to anyone who, say, doesn't drink beer or has never tried beer that is in you know, intrigued or to someone that maybe has only ever tried bits and pieces here and there, yeah. what would you recommend? Well, first, they of, try? first thing I tell them is beer's changed. Mm. You think of like when people say it smells like beer, that's what people think about beer. Yes. You know what I mean? It's like the the, the floor of the nightclub. You know yeah. that everyone knows that bloody <laughs> everyone smell, knows right? that smell. <laughs> so that's that's beer. That's what mm. people sort of associate with beer. It's changed so much. Mm. I mean, this the beer we're drinking now is not malty at all. It's like a wheat beer. We use pineapple pulp in it, so you get a beautiful pineapple aroma oh. on it, and a lovely sort of, you know, the bitterness in the taste sort of cuts through that as well. Mm. It's so different, you know. So, don't be afraid to try some different beers. Mm. You're not going to like them straight away. You're not going to like everything, but it's going to open your mind a bit to what you do. But if you don't want to, which a lot of people say, "No, I'm not going to drink beer like that first guy. Don't like it. <laughs> you know, don't like it." Um, we've got alternatives here, so we work with Gledswood Estate, so mm. we now our license allows us to sell local wine. So we've got local wine on offer. We work with now a cider company. We can make cider here, but Justin, oh, that's the one I've let him have. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to make cider. Yep. All right, mate. All right. He's like, I can't do it good. I'm not making it. So, all right. <laughs> so we work with, like, we work with Batlow, and we did things with them when they had their fires, and then oh, we did karma kegs and things like that. Yeah. Um, Ducks, um, forest cider, we've just got a keg on now as well. So there's always cider that's going to be on. Mm. There's wine. There's soft drinks available for anyone that doesn't want alcohol. Um, and then there's the seltzers that are available straight away now. But I would encourage people to give it a try. Mm. You know, even if they come in with their partner or, or friends, you know, and they get a tasting panel, just try a few here and there because things have changed, you know, and yeah. I think you're going to notice pretty quickly. I always like to summarise at the end of the podcast episode about the topic oh, we've spoken we to about. Go, like, I know, I know. I feel like we could sit go to here all day. This, I yes. know. <laughs> so in summary, how do you love the shit out of beer? Oh... I just, everyone knows I love beer. And I'll, I'll be sitting in a restaurant, in a pub, anywhere. Mm. And I'll take a sip of beer and I'll say at the top of my voice, bloody hell, I love beer. <laughs> <laughs> everyone laughs. Because, yeah, I just do. I just think it's brilliant. And I think I don't, I, and I, what I love about it the most is trying to change everyone's perception and mm. change the message a bit. And, I mean, when we, when we were doing our licence, we had the local licensing police in here. Um, the first time, you know, I was, I was pretty blase about saying, we don't have trouble here and this is our message. Mm. And they were pretty hard on us, and rightly so, you know. They, they need to tell us what the reality is and what, right. what, the, what the things can happen and that sort of stuff. So it's made me want to work even harder on pushing that message and getting people to say, look, you know, people can celebrate, have a good time. You know, sometimes you just get pissed, mm. you know. It's, it's just, it's just what, what, what people do at weddings and things like that. But you don't have to do it every time no. you drink a beer. You know, if you're, if you're sitting at home in one afternoon, you don't, you know, you want something a bit different, come down and try a few beers, have something to eat, and then mm. just go home, you know? You don't have to necessarily get pissed. Yeah. So, yeah, I think my message is, and there's a lot of places like us, you know, support your local independence as well. It's very, mm. very important, you know? Uh, there's a massive monopoly in this company, with, uh, in, sorry, in this country, with a, few, with a couple of companies in particular, you really need to support your independence, you know, yeah. and get behind them because they do a lot within the community, um, and that's with us as well. Like we've, 
COVID's put a bit of a stamper on it. We were trying, we were sort of in February, like, all right, this is where we want to be. We mm. want to work with our community. We want to do a lot of things. And we're in touch with a lot of different sort of parts to say, how can we work together? How can we help you guys? You know, things like that. Um, so we want to get back to that as soon as things pick back up again. Yeah. But other breweries that are doing well are doing that as well, you know. So, so yeah, support your local independents. Get down and give beer a try. Yeah, change the life. Great message. And I think today is Indie Beer Day. It I is. Believe, that How we're recording crazy this. Is that? And I saw that, and I've been I was putting like, you off. Fate. For, I've been putting you off for a few weeks, saying, "Oh, I'm a bit busy this week." And I thought, as soon as I saw Indie Beer Day this week, I'm like, oh, "Perfect." It's perfect timing. But yeah, so yeah, yes, Indie it. Beer Day, and that's that happens every year. So keep an eye out for that. And when it does, yeah, get down and support your local independent breweries. And if you look at your cans you're buying in the, in, in the bottle shops and things like that, they've got a little um, Ask for Indie logo on them. So look for that logo and mm. buy that can because you, you're helping family, local businesses, you know. So Especially yeah. at a time like this. And 100%. Yeah. That's what matters, you know. That's it. So what other things do you love the shit out of in your life? Oh, I don't know. I haven't had a lot of time. I'm pretty bad, actually. Like, all my things <laughs> are going to sound terrible. I love horse racing. So I'm a big fan of that, and I know mm. you know it's 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 a bit bad, but everything in moderation is good. And I enjoy yes. watching it, and I enjoy following it, and things like that. Um, I used to play professional poker. That's, I'm sounding terrible, aren't I? No, Beer, not at drinking, all. Gambling, <laughs> <laughs> things like that. Um, yeah, but I love business. I've run my own businesses since I was 20 years old. Mm. Um, so you know, I that was another wake up call for me with this COVID thing. I'm like, well, if this shuts down, and my other business is a bit slow, like. I've never really worked for anyone. Yeah, what <laughs> and do I do? There's no jobs out there. Mm. What am I going to do? You know, mm. so there's always people in worse spots. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty easy going. You know, I'm getting on. I'm trying to relax a bit. <laughs> but yeah, this 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 business consumes me right now, which is great. Um, I've got a lot of people in here as far as staff relying on me, which is which is good. So fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Finally, how can people engage and interact with the beer shed online? Yeah, so our Facebook page and Insta pages are probably number one. I try and update them every day. Um, I won't hassle you too much. It's just, yeah, good information, so keep an eye on that. Um, all the local po pages, sort of look at, um, there's new websites, especially out in this area. Visit Campbelltown, um, you know, um, all those what's happening in MacArthur areas. So try and get out and support your local businesses through that. But yeah, our Facebook and Insta pages are probably where you want to be. Um, they've always got our updated menus. Also, Untapped for beer lovers out there that don't know, there's an app called Untapped. Um, so it's U N T A P P D. And if you download that, it's basically the social media for beer. Oh wow! Yeah, it's pretty cool. So our menus are always on that, and we're a local venue with Untapped, so you can see what's coming on the taps. Our taps rotate all the time. Um, you can check in, you can rate beers, things like that. And if you like a beer, you can find out where to get it with a click of the button. So, awesome. Yeah. I'm going to go download that once yeah, I leave here. Yeah. Are yeah, cool. well, you going to rate the pineapple here? I I'll think, be looking at yes, it. Yes. And when you rate delicious. it, you get a little picture pops up on our menu board of you. Oh. And it's all interactive. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for doing this, Jai. It's been awesome. I've wanted to do an episode on beer since I started the podcast. There we go. I just had to find the right person to wow. talk to, and I think um, and they weren't available. It. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but thank you, and to everyone listening, if you can get out and come check out the beer shed, I highly recommend that you do. Um, and yeah, thank you again for no being worries. on the podcast. No worries. Thanks, Sally. Have Cheers. a great rest of the day. Thank you.